0: host georgia Dostel and this is the balance ballerinas podcast this is the podcast where we chat mindset self-development the power of movement nutrition small business goal setting and of course the power of ballet and most importantly finding balance within this beautiful art form that we all love so very much. Most episodes contain a behind the scenes into my life as a soon to be mum, crazy I know, running two businesses, GC Dance for school aged students and Balance Ballerinas for adult ballet students. I've also interviewed some pretty amazing guests on here and it's my hope that these conversations really help you strive for that balance between grit and grace that the magic of a regular ballet practice can bring to our daily lives. Every fortnight, this podcast is brought to you by Balance Ballerinas Academy, my in-person adult ballet classes and online courses. All links can be found in the show notes of this episode or simply just head to balanceballerinas.com for further information about joining our truly wonderful community. Speaking of our beautiful community... I just wanted to say a very big thank you for your beautiful messages and well wishes after dropping last week's episode about my pregnancy journey so far. I just feel so very loved and just so lucky to have this community of wonderful especially women behind me I especially loved hearing from fellow dance teachers and studio owners who said the episode inspired their own journey into parenthood in regards to planning and running their studios and classes and what was really surprising those that have already navigated this path said they came away with some tips for tackling the next time round and um yeah that was not expected at all so this makes me so happy and just thank you thank you thank you everyone it was really nice i felt very loved but uh also speaking of this awesome community i recently shared one of my friday newsletters which reaches about three thousand one hundred of you which is crazy with some fun facts about the bb community and i thought i'd just share them on the pod too in case you missed it so did you know there are over a thousand subscribers to the BB podcast, and there's probably way more because it's actually really difficult to record how many people subscribe to a podcast due to the various platforms. But um, yeah, thousand over a thousand subscribers, which is crazy, and there's also over twelve hundred members who belong to the BB Facebook group. So if you're not already part of this special group, head to the link in the show notes and hit join. And there's also another 27,000 people who interact with the BB social media platforms. Those numbers are wild, but most importantly, really inspire me to deliver quality content that's useful to your lives. So... After today's interview, I want you to be prepared for some episodes covering the following topics. So episode number 107 is all about the pros and cons of ballet exams. In episode 108, we're going to talk about why pre-point assessments are so incredibly valuable, even if you're not going to do point work. And then in episode 109, we're, dealing, we're going to talk about dealing with your period and the whole leotard tight situation. I have promised you an update on this for a while now, so I'm finally getting around to it. Thank you for being patient. Um, episode 110 is how to choose the correct class level when taking open classes, which I haven't really heard anyone talk about. And it's actually a really important topic to make sure you start off on the right foot and continue on. And as promised, Um, The reason why I can actually tell you what's what's upcoming is because I've batch recorded a bunch of episodes to keep you entertained, informed and inspired whilst I'm on maternity leave. And these have been some highly requested topics and I really wanted to take the time to just cover them really thoroughly and thoughtfully so I can't wait for you to have a listen and as always let me know your thoughts I love hearing from you all but today I'm sharing a lovely conversation with my gorgeous online academy student Leslie who is a French um, who is French but lives in Spain hence the really interesting and beautiful accent you'll hear And I'm actually feeling rather guilty about not sharing this conversation sooner because Leslie and I recorded this many months ago, like many months ago, but I kept forgetting to schedule our conversation into the pod schedule. So I'm so sorry, Leslie, for the late upload on this one. And thank you so much for sharing your story on the pod with everyone. I... Love sharing these conversations. I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again because whilst I've interviewed some pretty famous faces in the ballet world, it's these ones that resonate with most of the community. It's these real life stories about my students' adult ballet journeys that really inspire everyone. So, thank you, Leslie, for agreeing to be a guest on the pod. And if after, can you tell I'm pregnant? I'm very heavily pregnant right now (laughs) because I keep running out of breath. Big breath, Georgia. Hmm. So what I was going to say was if after listening to this episode, you really want to jump in to the 12-week adult ballet course, but you can't because I've closed the 2023 enrollments. I highly suggest heading to the show notes for a link to Butter Ballet, which is a six week online course for prenatal healing or beginner ballet students, which is basically everyone. You know, anyone can do this course Um, and I haven't closed it. It's a fabulous introduction to my online academy at a very affordable price point. The 12-week course um, includes one-on-one coaching and that's why I had to close it because whilst I navigate this new venture into motherhood, I just had to close enrollments to give myself some space and some grace. But Butter Ballet is still available for anyone wanting to experience the BB method and get started and if you enroll... I can't wait to guide you through your journey despite being on maternity leave I'll still see every enrollment come through and be cheering you along every step of the way. Anyway let's get into my interview with the gorgeous Leslie. and as always it would mean the world to me if you shared this episode with a friend or took a screenshot for social media to let me know where and when you're listening. Enjoy my conversation with Leslie.
1: Welcome to the Balanced Ballerinas podcast, Leslie. Thank you so much for doing this for me and being part of it all. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Um, We should start with you letting the listeners know where you are from in the world. Um, I am French, but I
2: currently live in Spain, uh, in, well, you know, near the really nice coast of uh, Costa del Sol, (laughs) so I enjoy very nice weather usually.
1: And that's why you have a beautiful accent that everyone's going to enjoy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have a very interesting accent.
1: (laughs) Uh, I love it. I've certainly enjoyed it during our one-on-one (laughs) sessions. So I wanted to start with what has your adult ballet journey been like to date? Did you dance as a child?
2: No, well, I start well, lying, I started dancing when I was little, but I, I stopped because I got, I didn't really like the vibes of the studio, and my mom was like, you know what, you don't have to do it if you, you know, it's just not because everybody do it that you have to do it too, so she was like, if you don't like it, just stop, so it was like maybe a year, and then I stopped, so I stopped until I was... 32 31 31 32 so like two two years ago yeah. and i started in a local it's very difficult to find adult uh, places to start ballet here where i live um so i found a place that could match you know in in distance and hours and i started and and i really liked it it's, it's just that um the teacher was maybe trying to force into adults uh what you kind of like teach to children mm-hmm. and um, well personally I- i'm flexible but like my body is not like a child's body i wish I don't <laughs> but, yeah it's an adult body with it with all its i mean you want to call it trauma or experiences and and it's not like I- i'm not made of play-doh so <laughs> um <laughs> She tried to make a correction for me, uh, you know, when you have your leg going up, and obviously it was not going up, because, um, I mean, it, it was the first time, and I injured myself, so I had to stop for, I had to stop for like three weeks uh, doing, doing exercise, because it was it was kind of like difficult to to treat uh, to pinpoint. It was not nothing serious, you know, but it was. And it, it was mm. Yeah, so I had to stop for for three weeks, and that's that's around the time I I started following you. Like, I think not at the beginning of the ballet journey, but like maybe like a month or two in, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I like her <laughs> I'm <wish laughs> <to be here. laughs> so that's how it's been um so far and then you know I started with you the, the I, I first started I was, it was the five days challenge
1: yeah
2: and I was like I think I I like that and you know at least I can do this at my own pace in my own hours so I was like okay I'm gonna try with the 12 weeks and mm-hmm. that's where we
1: are. <laughs> yeah. I remember our first call, um, your discovery call, and I remember you telling me about your teacher forcibly like moving your leg to a height, which it just wasn't made for. And it sort of oh it made me so sad because it's so hard. I mean, ballet is just such an unregulated practice in regards to teachers. Anyone can just open a studio, which baffles people. Anyone can just open a studio and start teaching. And when instances like that happen, it kind of ruins it for the rest of us. But I'm so glad that you found me and, you know, a really safe and beautiful ballet practice, because that could have very easily gone the other way. And you could have been like, no, never doing ballet again. All ballet teachers are like that. All ballet classes are like that. And um, I'm so glad that you've developed this beautiful home practice, because, I mean, as you know, a lot of my students come from all walks of life. Some use the course as their only method of practice some use it to complement their in-person classes um, and others just take the coaching lessons and apply it to their in-person classes and you're one of those people that hasn't found the studio or the in-person class for them and I think you had to travel really far didn't you for that class anyway
2: so so this one was near uh, home but like like I said you know I work really crazy hour i work with a vet so it's usually if we finish early it's like 7 p.m um so they were starting at eight but usually i would finish like either at eight or at nine so it's so, so that was also one of the factors of saying okay i'm not going to pay for something because i had to pay which is normal you know i had to pay for a monthly fee mm. but the thing is if i don't use any classes what's the point of paying so i have to stop that and then there are other places but it's like a 40 minute drive and when you when you're done working for the whole day (laughs) you know 40 minutes to get there an hour an hour and a half of class and 40 minutes to go back home and then i have to start over the next morning it's like when am i gonna sleep (laughs) which is so it was not it's not it's not feasible at the moment maybe in the future when when i work a little less but even that i mean around me it's like either they teach kids and they have like a spare hour for adults or it's like there is another academy but it's like excellence academy Mm. um led by russian teachers for so that your kids get into, so I'm like, this is really not really what, yeah, it's like, I'm not really looking for that. I just, I, I just want to have fun and, and dance. It's just, that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, it's a hard one. I think that's one of the things I'm most proud of. And it's been a real mission of mine is to create that balance between whether it's a child or an adult, they feel like they're not just yeah shoved into that last part of the day or not taken seriously or there's not the space for them. Um, Obviously, as a studio owner, I know the complications of running a studio and trying to fit adult classes in because sometimes adults can't be, you know, the most reliable and consistent. Yeah. But in saying that, like, I think if you do provide the space and you do provide that consistency, people do respond and become consistent. So, I, yeah. I think
2: that's what I've seen with you. Like, you've created, maybe in the beginning it was hard, you know, starting, but yeah, I think you've created such a beautiful space that you see people coming. You know, sometimes, obviously, you're an adult and life life gets life. Yeah. Um but I think that most of them just come back naturally. And I saw the other day also, you said, um, for your teenage student, you make them like this cool crystal relaxing uh You did a sound off. I, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I mean, it's not ballet, but like imagine getting there and being like, I have to study afterwards. And you're like, oh, wow. I have like an hour or half an hour to relax. It's just like, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I want that.
1: <laughs> but, but on that topic though, and as someone who's gone through the 12-week course and graduated, you are the first to understand that the 12-week course isn't just ballet, is it? No.
2: No, and that's that's also the... <clears throat> excuse me. That's also the the magic, I would say, because I feel like even as a child, you cannot say just dance, just do ballet and that's it because your body is asked to do things that are not natural. Mm. So if you build the strength around um, these postures and you have this habit of moving and doing things, um, I think it makes such a difference for how you you understand ballet and how you approach things. And it's also, because you also introduce um, meditations, you also introduce, you know, kind of like having people moving. It's just like, don't do just like go for a walk. Um, you want to go for a bike ride, go for a bike ride. So it's like, and, and you have the conditioning of the body also. So it's kind of like, you're, I think your course is not, it's an all-encompassing ballet, corridor, <laughs> you know, because it's not just dance, plié, um, rides, Now, tendu, Now, you know, it's not just that. It's it's like okay, this is ballet, and we're gonna do that. But in order to do that, you also have to teach your body to just like have these muscles, have all this. You know this flow going on, so I think it's it's more than just a ballet course or dancing or ballet. Generally speaking, I think that's the way of, of teaching that you have. Uh, so, oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, no, I'm so. It sounds like like you've you've really taken the course, and one of the reasons I wanted to interview you is because I I you've really grasped it and just thrown it into your life, and I feel like you got so much out of it, and it just makes me so happy. You need to grab a <laughs> drink of water so you don't cough. Are you okay? You okay? Yeah, water. You're doing so well. It's like 6 a.m. for you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon for me and it's 6 a.m. for you. Don't you love a good time difference? (laughs) I loved loved that when we had some of our one-on-one sessions, you would then show me the view from your balcony. (laughs) Explain the view to the listeners. (laughs) So it's something
2: very important for me. So this house is kind of like I'm I'm ranting, okay, but it's like what cures me and what keeps me sane during lockdowns here. Um I have full view of the Mediterranean Sea and so I enjoy very much the sunrises here. And it's like my moment of saying, okay,
1: thank you. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's beautiful. You'd finish your ballet and then you'd just like bring out the Zoom computer and show me the sunrise over the Mediterranean. I liked it. Thank you. (laughs) It's definitely having some unique experiences by having some online students. It's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So um, So how do you, since doing the course, keep infusing ballet into your life like what has changed what have you sort of adopted how does ballet look like in your life now so I always love strength
2: strength training so I do strength training like three days a week Mm -hmm. and the other two because I've talked to my um to my coach and the other two days are for she's like either go on a walk or do your ballet so the other two days I usually do a a ballet class because I'm done with my 12 weeks (laughs) I have to repeat my classes (laughs) so I've been enjoying you know either because I think oh okay I'm gonna I'm gonna redo it and actually redoing it it's super fun because you don't feel the same so you start with one and you're like ah I feel the bowl of water.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I feel the turnout muscles. Yep. I still have a bit of, because I'm I'm a bit of a, I'm stiff. I get stiff when I get, when I get, when I'm concentrated, I get like, and I don't breathe. So I'm like, okay, you know, you know, the, the exercises, it's, it's the beginning, you can do it. So I, I kind of like go through it and you can have, you're kind of like, concentrating on different things than in the very beginning so it's interesting because you're like okay it feels familiar but it doesn't so you you know your body feels very different from from the very beginning
1: yeah yeah that's
2: how it keeps it, it's so in my life like two two days a week i have my bar in the in the in my living room I love <laughs> waiting it. for me
1: i love it and yeah No. And that's like, that's, that's beautiful. Like, I mean, people think you have to do, and I think it's funny. Some people, when they sign up for the 12 week course, they think they need to do ballet every day. Absolutely not. Like I have some people that do the ballet class and repeat it three times a week. And then they do the body condition Mm -hmm. twice a week. And then they listen to their coaching lesson, but others will just do it once a week. And that's totally fine. I love that you do twice a week. Twice is like a really solid balance number especially knowing your life and and where you're at like I think twice a week is perfect for you and that's perfect for your balance like I think that's fabulous um and I love that your bar is set up waiting for you it's like whispering it's like (laughs) are you ready come on come on (laughs) you haven't used me for a while (laughs) yet and and I think it's important to have your you know your, your sort of your setup. And whether that's a, whether that's a kitchen bench or whether it's, you know, I, as you know, looking at the videos, I liked having some fresh flowers or a candle. It made me feel like, you know, those that that do my course, they see that I've always got some kind of setup happening. It makes me feel like it's a sacred space. And then you can drop into the zone of like, you know, having that me time. Yeah. You can can do it
2: with a, like you said, I mean, I have a bar here, but in the beginning when i didn't have a bar. I used to use my guinea pigs cages. Um, I also use my guinea pigs cages. Yeah, I have. I have. Well, they're here right now, but they usually had their cages where the bar is now. So, and I had nothing. So I was like, you know what? It's the perfect height because it's a two two story bedroom apartment. <laughs>
1: oh my god, that's very funny.
2: So I was like just dancing and then we're looking at me like, what are you doing, human? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> or I used the kitchen counter when I was uh, at, at a friend's house and I was there for two weeks and I was like, okay, I need to I feel like I need a bit of movement and I yeah. and so I used the the kitchen so you you're kind of a, a portable ballet teacher (laughs) I love it I
1: love it (laughs) it was really important what you just said then I was away with friends and I felt like I craved some movement it's interesting and what I love about what I love teaching students is to really listen to their bodies and go Mm -hmm. what do I need is it a walk is it a ballet class is it a bath is it just anything do I need to sit and just take a few big deep breaths like it can be as simple as yeah. that. So, I love that you're really listening to your body. Um, what's something challenging? This is sort of a tricky question, but what's something challenging that ballets helped you with? Do you think? Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I would say ballet in in general, or do you mean the the course?
1: No, just ballet in general.
2: Um, I would say posture. Um
1: yeah, that's a big one. <laughs>
2: yeah, I I I'd say posture, and and also hmm. But I, I mean, it's movement. So so for ballet, in movement in general is pain management for me, uh, because of of endometriosis. Yeah, and for ballet specifically, I would say posture. Um, not that I had a bad. Post- posture so i i'm very mindful of that because i spend a lot of hours sitting so i'm kind of like always okay shoulders okay head stretching okay um but i have this tendency of leaning back (laughs) and i was said that because i also do martial arts and i was like they were like stop leaning back and i'm just like what do you mean i'm straight and they're like no you're not yeah. <laughs> so with everything with everything and being mindful it's like oh okay now i i feel the where's my you know where's my center and and what do you what you mean when you're like use your your core and use your abs and it, it makes such a difference so i'm like this and i'm like <laughs> okay uh, straight.
1: <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of people sit quite back and relax and sink into their their lower spine their lumbar spine yeah. and they think they're straight but they're not and I usually say to someone especially a student that's new and especially when they walk in the door and I see them standing I'm like do you get back pain and they're like yeah I do. <laughs> and I'm like well we can fix that it's very easy <laughs> a lot of the world's back pain would be cured if they just did some ballet classes and i call it some postural hygiene
2: and also i used to get bad foot cramping yep. that's that's also something super super important i used to get very bad foot cramping and with the feed exercise that you gave yeah you have to be constant with them because yep. it's not going to be like first one to fix everything i don't get them anymore and I felt much more comfortable with my feet. So, yeah,
0: I, 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 I
2: feel a bit because I have the little, uh, little ball for the feet. It's just right in front of me. So oh. I was like,
1: oh. I'm so proud that you've been doing your foot therapy. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, Leslie, I am so proud of you. Um, I think you've just done amazing. And you're just like a beacon of light. I loved having our one-on-one sessions and this is not goodbye. I definitely will see you again in the future for many more ballet classes. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up our interview?
2: No, just if you feel like you want to try, just (laughs) do it, just do it really, especially with you, but find the right place to do it. Don't get discouraged. Like it takes a lot of time. (laughs) And I'm nowhere near where I would like to see myself, but it's okay. You have to, you're an adult, enjoy the journey, take it one day at a time. If you have to cry one day because you're like, I'm not getting anywhere, just do it and come back.
1: And live on It gets better. It gets better, really. <laughs> it's difficult, but it gets better. Oh, that's beautiful advice. And like, that's perfect. Because I mean, one of the reasons I want to talk to my adult students more on the podcast is because... I always say, I can't relate. I did ballet since I was three. So this stuff comes so naturally to me. And so when my students are frustrated in their lack of progress or I do find that hard to relate to. So I love that you just so eloquently put that and that will be very encouraging and very comforting for so many out there. So thanks so much, Leslie.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs)